Men, dating your wife regularly should be part of your routine. It should be a sacred cow. I remember all those years ago, every Thursday night, we had a date night no matter what. How do you take that couple hours that you have on a regular basis and get the most out of it? How do you extract the deep value during that time? During this episode, we're going to share with you some concepts and some tools to help you get the most out of your date nights by having what we call a couples meeting. It's not the critic who counts, not the man who points out how the strong man stumbles or where the doer of deeds could have done them better. The credit belongs to the man who was actually in the arena, whose face is marked by dust and sweat and blood. Welcome to the Men in the Arena podcast, sponsored by Mountain Tough Fitness Lab. It's equipping men in 10. Our conviction is to call you into the arena of manhood, call you out of the faceless, nameless bleachers, and call you up to be the best version of you. Because when a man gets it, everyone wins. Enjoy today's episode. In 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 27, Paul says, I discipline my body and make it my slave. You know, we often forget, guys, that God has called us to steward the bodies he gave us so that we'll be ready, healthy, and spiritually dangerous to fight the good fight, whether it's working at your job, serving your God, protecting your bride, or being a great dad to your kids. That's why we're so excited to partner with Mountain Tough Fitness Lab. Mountain Tough Fitness Lab is run by Christian men who are passionate about training you to be your best version and to stay dangerous and ready for God. Join me on my journey by going to mountaintough.com. That's M-T-N-T-O-U-G-H and getting your free six-week trial when you type in the code ARENA30. You won't be disappointed. Stay dangerous. What type of dad are you? Guys, in my 35 years of ministry, I've noticed that guys basically fall into two categories. And in those categories, there are four types of dad or four phases that you pass through as a dad. We just dropped an amazing quiz to help you discover what type of dad you are. Find out what type of father you are and get our custom resources fit to meet the needs and the questions you are asking. Head on over to menarena.org. Join 20,000 men for from around the world and find out the type of dad you are. Men Arena Army, we salute you. Hey guys, thanks for listening to this episode of the Men Arena Podcast. I'm Jim Ramos, your guide and host, leading you to your best version in that stress bubble of life and beyond. Welcome to Spotify's number one podcast for Christian men. Guys, as you know, we get fired up when we hear stories of transformation, when we hear your life being changed, or if, if your bride white writes in and tells us how you've, you know, you've been changed and you've changed uh, your family dynamic because of uh, Jesus and, and any influence that we've had. So please, please, please write those into us. We get excited. Uh, our goal is to collect one of those every day of the week for every year. So man, keep sending those in. We are so encouraged. This one comes in from Darius. In his response to the Coast to Coast Challenge in 2023, I'm going to read this to you. It's a long one, but it's worth the read. He said, My experience with the challenge and the other events during the year has been life-changing, which is something I didn't expect to happen. I started out the year's challenge after being sedentary for over five years, but still, I thought, I was in pretty good health. My wife joined me in the challenge but I wanted to do at least 3,058 miles alone. That's going coast to coast. 
because I wanted to be the stud. I started out strong, and then with a combination of going off some medication, extreme diet, and overtraining, I became the sickest I've ever been in my life and got to the brink of something I had never done before in my life, which was to give up on everything. After the unwavering support of my amazing wife, I slowly gained more and more strength of mind and spirit. I then underwent a life-saving hyperbaric oxygen therapy to treat my clinically diagnosed brain trauma and started feeling much better. After two or three months of physical activity, I was ready to return to the challenge. My goal of trying to do the entire 3,058 miles myself slowly changed to a strong sense of team effort with my wife and me. I started valuing her contributions to the fitness challenge much more, and especially during the last couple of months, I realized I needed her miles more than ever and that we were indeed a team on this. One day I got caught 30 miles from my car in a heavy thunderstorm while biking on the trails. With the lightning and thunder, I once again faced my own mortality, but unlike earlier in the year I was, when I was selfish, this time all I thought of was to make sure my wife could be okay if something happened. So when I got under the bridge... So when I finally got under a bridge, I called her to make sure she knew where some important financial records were that I had documented for. Man, this guy really thinks he's going to die here. I can no longer afford to be selfish in any way. Even in my faith walk, I realized I've been selfish in the sense that I cared. all I cared about was fire insurance to avoid eternity in hell. I knew I've always had more than that uh, in me, and I feel like this challenge has brought that out of me. My interactions at church and work are much healthier now and reciprocal. Today, I'm healthier than I've ever been in my entire life, both physically, mentally, and spiritually. I have a better marriage, healthier relationship and with my relatives, particularly my brothers. Man, Darius, thanks so much for that. Uh, man, we appreciate that so much. Hit us up at infoatmanarena.org with your physical address. We want to send you some swag. Hey guys, I want to jump into the meat of this podcast. You know, when we introduced today's episode, we talked about these regular date nights that really should be your sacred cow. And by regular, I mean they need to happen weekly or very close to every week, especially if you're in the stress bubble of life. But it's more than just going on a date with your wife. Once a month or so, you need to sit down, strategically ask some questions, and we call this the couples meeting. This came from our podcast interview with Aaron Freeman and the book he wrote called The Argument Hangover. If you go into our uh, our library of podcasts, you can find that episode. It's a, a great episode, but this was not on the episode, so I wanted to bring this out because I thought it was so important. So we call this a, the couples meeting. It is different from a date night. The difference between the couple's meeting and a date night is this. The date night is strategically planned with a routine around it, but that routine really revolves around you growing and spending time together, connecting as a couple. The couple's meeting, on the other hand, is a strategic way to interact and to help your marriage grow and thrive. There are certain things that you should do, and I'm going to help you. And this couple's meeting will look different for everybody, but... I want you to just take some major points away, okay? So here's here are some here are some things to do to help uh, make sure this event happens. So block at least thirty to sixty minutes monthly. So take one of your date nights and make it a couple meeting to sit down and have a conversation. Remove remove all distractions, which means no cell phones allowed, and agree that you are in a safe place. In other words, whatever you share with each other will not cause a fight or an argument you will not get defensive just create an environment where you are both free to share 
if you don't have your phone, you need something. So bring a piece of paper and a pen because you're going to need to write stuff down. And what you're going to do on your piece of paper is you're going to write three columns. And I'm going to draw this for you so you can see it. So you'll just have something like this with three columns. And on the far left column, you'll have your area of relationship. And on the middle column, you're going to rate it. And on the far right, you're going to have a plan. So it could look something like this. So I've got, I've got the area, I've got the rating, 1 to 10, I've got the plan. So what you do is you go down and you list nine areas of your relationship. Those areas are, number one, communication. Number two, the family. Number three, financial. Number four, intimacy. Number five, mindset. Number six, emotional. Number seven, physical. Number eight, social, number nine, spiritual. So you'll write those down the left column and then you're going to rank those for you personally. Like where are you personally in these areas? And she's going to rank it. Now I'm going to tell you something. Generally speaking, she's always going to rank it higher than you or lower than you. The women seem to rank things lower than the men, but they tend to be the thermometer more than the men. We tend to be the thermostat more than the women. So, so her rankings, don't downplay those. She's probably closer to right than you are. So number seven, what you're going to do is you're going to work through each of those nine. So you're, gonna, you're going to go through each of the nine areas. You're going to listen to her answer non-defensively. You're going to create a goal in the far right corner or a plan, the far right column, how you're going to fix or raise the number or the ranking in that area. You're going to keep, take this worksheet or this yellow piece of paper. You're going to you know, put a magnet on it, on the refrigerator, put it in a visible place, and then you're going to just hug, embrace each other, give each other a big smooch, and just uh, celebrate uh, the meeting and what you're doing together. And then I would just say pray together. And so these things, I think, will really help you. And I know throughout the course of my marriage, and I still do this regularly, I'll say to my wife, you know, we spend a lot more time together now that the kids are out of the house. But I'll say to her, hey, honey, rank our marriage one to, one to ten. And then I'll have her rank it. I'll say, okay, what's going on? Where? Why? Why that number? And we have this dialogue, and we've done it so routinely for so many years it's really been a great way for me to know where my marriage stands and where my wife sees the marriage. So guys, if this podcast helped you, uh, if you have a bro who's struggling, can you please send the link over to him, have him listen to this episode. And if you have not yet subscribed to our show, please do so. Until next time, feel the wet sand on the arena floor. Hear the deafening roar of the crowd. Taste the sweetness of victory. Smell the stench of battle. Get in the game. Get dirty. Grind it out. Have a couples meeting and be a man.